0: Hello and happy Mother's Day. Welcome to this week's episode of Bikini Things. Today I am sitting down with Margaret Bialkin, CEO and founder of Toxic Angels Bikinis. Margaret is a former competitor, actually, former Miss Bikini Olympia in the PNBA, turned bikini mogul. And her story is a really amazing, inspiring one. We dig into details about how to go about selecting the perfect suit cut, color, etc. for you on show day. So you won't want to miss it. Don't forget to leave a five star rating review the podcast on your favorite podcast platform and go ahead and give us a subscribe so you never miss another episode of bikini things. Let's get right into it. How's it? How's it going, Margaret?
1: It's good. Thank you for having me.
0: I'm I'm so excited to record with you and and honestly I'm surprised I hadn't hadn't asked you or hit you up earlier to do this. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> it was nice it was nice to spend some time with you in person as well during the Arnold. A For sure.
1: Ago.
0: A lot of fun. So, yeah. So today we'll get to kind of dive into your journey. Not not everyone may know this, but you have a history as a competitor. And, and I definitely want to hear about that and, and your, more about your business, Toxic Angels Bikinis and, and geek out on designing bikinis a little bit too. And what, you know, what are some basic concepts and things like that and, and how people can get in touch with Toxic Angels if they want to design a suit. So yeah, yeah just overall, really, really excited to, to chat with you and pick your brain. So yeah. let's let's take a step back and, okay. and just chat about how did you first find out about competing? when, when were you competing kind of what got you into it in the first place?
1: So I've always been into fitness and it started one day I was at the gym and I was talking to someone and she was doing body bikini competition. So I'm like, I want to do that, you know? So it was back in, I want to say 2009. So I competed 2009, 2010, 11 and 12. Um, and I did you know, kind of back-to-back shows. I took a little bit of break, and then I went back, and I actually competed in the IMBA, um, you know, organization. And then I did an MPC show. I did GovCup in 2012. Uh, I took a long break, and then I competed, I want to say, in 2017. But, you know, I've always been into fitness and I thought it would be fun. And I just kind of got addicted to it. <laughs> so that's how that happened.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. And I think one time you mentioned this in passing, but were you, were you like Miss Bikini Olympia in the INBA or PNBA? I when you competed? was,
1: oh my goodness. So the, I competed in the INBA and I was Miss Bikini Olympia for that organization, I think I want to say 2010. Uh, But back then it was different, you know, so but yeah, I was.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. How many, how many people can say they're Miss Bikini Olympia, right?
1: I know. Right.
0: <laughs> so cute. That's so neat. And so from, from being a competitor, were you making bikinis at that time or how did you, how did you get into making mm-hmm. bikinis for competition? I
1: was not making bikinis at that time. And I was actually, you know, a dental assistant. I was going to school to come apply to nursing or, The dental hygiene program because it was the same prereqs. And then I ended up, I was doing that for like about 10 years. I ended up getting laid off and I wanted to just start making bikinis. I I don't know how that just came about, but I, you know, I've always been into fashion and cutting up clothes and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, let's make bikinis. And then I, I knew that I wanted to make bikinis for competitors because there wasn't too many companies out there and I wanted to make top quality suits that fit perfectly on people so I used all like my energy I felt like a mad scientist just creating these patterns to perfect the perfect fit um, for every body type and I I didn't go to school for it I self-taught I you know yeah. I learned all on my own.
0: Did you have to learn
1: how to sew? I did. I Wow. Um, it was wild. I remember learning. It's not only there's like different machines. So like a regular, there's a regular sewing machine. Um, and then there's also a serger machine. And I just remember learning, trying to learn how to do the serging machine, which you use for like elastics or different kind of thread, um, weaves. I remember just being in my friend's kitchen and just like repeat sewing and sewing, it would just be horrible. And like, I would just do it until I would master it. Um, yeah. So that's how I started. I did take some classes, but it's more like, you know, it's just, you just need to get in there and work the machines. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, but yeah.
0: That's so cool. That's so cool. And so what, I guess, what got you going running a a business doing this and kind of what were the the early days of running toxic angels what did those look like
1: well it's crazy because some of my clients just came in like last couple weeks ago and they've seen me from the very beginning um I I was living with someone at that time when I was running my business and she ended up taking me out because she didn't want me to run my business out of her house in my bedroom. Right. And so I ended up living in an office building, a 400 square foot office building, um, living in it, running my business out of it. And they didn't know that I was living there. And it was kind of scary living there because it was like a building with other offices. So when I would have to go to the community bathroom in the middle of the night, I made sure to lock my door but then I didn't want to lock myself out of my office in the middle of the night, but I also didn't want anyone like in the office. And like, you know, when I come back to the, Mm -hmm. from the bathroom, someone's in my office kind of thing. Um, But I didn't have a kitchen. I didn't have a shower. I pretty much just lived in that office and ran my business and I saw clients out of there. And I guess, you know, I, I took every sale I had and put it back into the business and, you know, I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have any help. So I think the drive was like, I had to keep going and I had to keep doing this and I had to find a way. And that just like drove me, drove me and kept, you know, driving me to want to succeed, want it to succeed. So I think that's where it all came from because I literally had nothing.
0: That's an that's an, an amazing story. How how long were you operating like that, Margaret? That's I mean, that's, I was again, operating that's like mad. that probably
1: for a year. And wow. then I had to like, yeah, it was I had to shower at the gym, you know, and didn't have a kitchen. Um how did yeah, you make food like or year. what
0: did you do for food? You
1: know, I just would buy, like go to the store and buy like a lot of the rotisserie chicken and a couple of noodles. You know, I wasn't eating healthy at all mm-hmm. because I didn't have like a kitchen, you know, and yeah. I didn't have money to go and slurge on stuff or anything like that.
0: Wow. That's, I mean, that's a really <laughs> inspiring story, Margaret, for real. That's it's wild. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. And so I, so you said, so in hindsight, right, we can look back and, you know, and know that you're successful. And so what, what were the, um, I guess years following that, or how did you, how did you get yourself to a spot where now you've got a team, you've got an, a more formal office, like how did, how did you grow
1: the business? Yeah, it was just letting, letting, control go you know like letting go of control um I hustled a lot a lot and I mean I still do you know um but for the first like two or three years I was I started my business on Instagram um social media platform and we just three years we just launched a website but I you know I was doing all my sales from Instagram and as i saw that it was like growing i hired one employee you know to help me and then it just kept growing from there and now i have about 10 employees um yeah so it just kept yeah kept growing
0: <laughs> that's so cool that's so cool yeah. did you have to learn a lot about social media i mean is that was instagram a big game changer for toxic angels in the early days
1: You know, I felt like I, I knew what I was doing. You just, you know, I mean, obviously it now it's like so different, you know, but like back then I, you know, reach out to coaches, reach out to clients. I use the hashtags. I, you know, tagged people. I followed people. I reached out and stuff like that. And I think like running, you know, when you're trying to run a business, you have to put your name out there. You have to introduce yourself and like, don't be scared you know, to reach out and say hi and offer your services to someone.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a great point. So from, from your perspective, how, how have things changed? I guess, maybe, maybe more specifically in terms of the suits themselves, how has that changed from when you were a competitor to now? I mean my my perspective Ooh. is it sort of it sort of changes just like fashion maybe not at the same rate or in the same right. way but what kind of changes have you seen in the in the industry or with the suits themselves since you first started your business
1: I feel like well since I like when I competed uh the suits were just plain like I had a neon pink suit and a neon yellow suit they were plain and then oh with like with when you say plain like like no no crystals no crystals at all like
0: yeah
1: (laughs) that they didn't have any crystals at all like they might have had like the sequence like the reflective fabric but no like stones so they were pretty simple and I think almost like the connectors like the the hip Um, crystal attachments and the attachments that go around your neck and in between your chest. I think those were like chunkier back Mm -hmm. then. Um, And so even when I started like my business, when I started my business eight years ago, I think a lot of the girls are wanting the chunky like the dangle like hip dangle chains on the side hip um, a lot of those a lot of chunky connectors but when I had started my business they were doing the full bling you know fully encrusted crystal bikinis um and then now I feel like I don't know I feel like the designs are like more fun you know and the the connector attachment pieces are more simple because the suits are more fun and I always recommend like simple connectors to the clients so that it doesn't take away from their body because this suit is already going to be so beautiful uh, so I think that's like what's changed from before it's like the chunky stones you know from when I started to now it's like more the simpler Sidechain. There's more designs, more colorful designs. I want to say.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're. I think you're spot on there. I th- and I agree with you. I think in some ways, um, I almost see the colors that were popular maybe when you were competing or maybe in the very early days of Toxic. Like it's mm-hmm. a cycle, and I feel like a lot of those colors, like They're the lime greens and corals yeah. and yellows and like things yeah. that. People haven't worn as much over the last five or so years. I feel mm-hmm. like they're starting to come back into there's, fashion mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. bit. I mean, or at least girls are bold enough to try them.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, they are. Like, I've been seeing a lot of, we had, we made a few limes and then I've been seeing a lot of hot pinks, but they're so pretty. Um, they're different than the hot pink back then. You know, it's like different because they're so, there's different. Um, they're much more of a variety with crystals and, you know, putting the crystal combinations together that even though it's like the same hot pink bikini from eight years ago to now, it just looks so different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and you're absolutely right. I mean, Toxic Angels now has a a couple of different burst patterns, which- I love. The burst came (laughs) out last year and now we've got the ultimate burst. So you're right. Like some Ah. of these- Patterns and, and stone details with the suits are a lot more complicated. I'm actually I'm kind of excited to see that hot pink suit that I showed you oh, from this I'm past weekend. So
1: excited because you're doing an ultimate burst, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't think that there are any suits that Toxic has made like that with that no. you know that specific color, that kind of purpley pink yeah. combo, and the ultimate burst all together. So that'll be oh cool to God. see that one.
1: I I can't wait to see it. I love the design of the ultimate burst. It's just when you're on stage and the light hits it, there's just something about that design that just makes you stand out. So if anyone wants to design a suit, they need to design a toxic ultimate burst bikini. It's so beautiful on stage.
0: <laughs> yeah. And actually, that's a great point, Margaret. Since since we're doing this over audio, maybe you could describe what the toxic ultimate burst looks like or kind of what that effect
1: is. Yeah. So pretty much like, you know what an ombre is. So sometimes the ombre will start from the top of the bikini with a light color fading down to a dark color. And then um then we have like or burst, which is which the burst, the lighter color will start in between the boobs, fading out to the armpit. Um, but with the ultimate burst design, the ombre starts from in the center of the breast and fading out. So when the light hits it, I just it just sparkles so nice. It doesn't even look like an ombre. It just sparkles so nice on stage.
0: Yeah, it's it's a really pretty Mm -hmm. pattern, and the listeners, I suppose, they could go look at the Instagram to see or the website to see some examples of that because they were designed. Yeah, yeah, that'll be it'll be cool to see more people do do suits like that this year. Yeah, and and it's also a great point you make too about some of the styles changing, and especially the connectors, right? Because Mm -hmm. you're, you're on point there back in. I think maybe when you first started those, mm -hmm. those almost like ladder shaped, really thick connectors were very in vogue. The the dangly connectors were very in vogue and probably by about 2017, 2018, people kind of stopped wearing those because Mm -hmm. I mean, I, at least my opinion is that the cut of the suit matters, right? And if you're trying to look more muscular, And more full on stage, wearing chunky connectors that might even cover part of your glute or your glute lines and things like that are not going to necessarily help how your physique looks on stage. So I think the move has been to more simple connectors over time. Mm -hmm. For sure. And, and you're sort of, I mean, I would consider you sort of the, the expert, right. In terms of designing bikinis and things like that, <laughs> what is your, what is your process or what are, what are the things that you have to take in, into consideration when you're recommending a bikini or certain cuts for an athlete?
1: Um. So normally what, you know sometimes if like a client has a past, a bikini, they don't like the fit of, um, I would recommend them like sending me a photo of them in it. And then they tell us what, like they didn't like, um, and I usually, you know, we'll get their height and their weight and their bra size, and then look at their picture. And, you know, I really want the client to love their bikini and I want the bikini to fit like a glove, you know, and I don't want them to worry about their suit. So Um, if a client, you know, has a really long torso, you're, uh, we have a guide that, you know, is a general guide for front bottom coverages. Uh, But if you are taller, and you have a long torso, then you're going to need a customized cut. So when the you know, when I go over the fitting in a consult. I always look at that. I always look at if they have implants, if they don't, you know, if they're trying to create a fuller look, but there's more petite up top, I recommend going for a bigger top style and so they could extra stuff it to create more of a fuller balanced look, um, clients who have, let's, let's back up there
0: a little bit. I know, I know you you deal with this every day, but let's, let's take a step back there because I think this is, these are pieces of information that You know, bikini wellness figure athletes, Mm -hmm. female competitors are going to find really valuable in terms of designing their suit. So you actually said for those with smaller breasts, Mm -hmm. they want to actually go larger in their top. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah.
1: So for clients who are like A or B cup, I highly recommend going with a large maybe even an extra large top depending on how tall you are and the reason why you want to go with a bigger top is because you need more material to be able to extra stuff it to create a fuller look and what we like to use is our bra pads and pillow stuffing the reason why i recommend the pillow stuffing is because it helps to create a more of a natural look than if you're adding the gel cutlets li- cut i i don't I don't like the gel cut list because it's just so chunky. It doesn't really fit. and It doesn't look natural to me, but in, if you are wanting to create a fuller, like you definitely need to go with a bigger top. If you stay with a small, smaller top, you're not going to have that option to extra stuff your top.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. And I would mm-hmm. just add on that getting that that larger size top it's like you're filling it and you're it's like you're creating the the breast tissue the volume. Right? That maybe you mm-hmm. don't have yeah the volume that you don't have and whatever you do have with that nice full top is going to get pushed to the middle
1: mm-hmm.
0: um maybe you could give some examples of some toxic angels athletes who who wear their tops like this because oh, i think yes. people, people sometimes assume that every single bikini athlete has a boob job and that's no. not true
1: so maybe you can <laughs> give you some examples so if you look at, oh, let me see. If you look at Noel, um, Noel, she's one of our athletes and she, she actually is an A cup and she's in a large top regular style and she, she, she extra stuffs to create a fuller look, but you wouldn't even, when you look at her, you wouldn't even tell that she is an A cup.
0: We're going to take a quick break to talk about one of our partners, Ana Luisa Jewelry. That's A-N-A. L-U-I-S-A. And Ana Luisa makes really high quality, affordable jewelry at affordable prices. They're completely carbon neutral from their packaging to the products themselves. The designs are unique and will make you feel empowered, unique, and at your finest. They have new designs every single Friday. So don't forget to check them out at shop.analuisa.com slash things. And again, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Let's get back to the episode.
1: So Mm -hmm. it's kind of creating that illusion. Mm
0: -hmm. how about um how about maybe some pro athletes that stuff their
1: top we have um we have laura lee actually so laura lee laura lee wears a double xl top believe it or not she's a 34c natural but she extra stuffs to create a fuller look and because she's a full C on show day, we had to go to a double XL top. So that way she could extra stuff with the pillow stuffing to create more of a fuller look.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. and that might seem counterintuitive. I've, I try explaining this too, when I do the fittings as well as, you know, mm-hmm. so she's a 34 C wearing a two XL top. I'm a 34 D, but I've got implants. So when I wear a regular top, I actually wear a size large, which is two mm-hmm. sizes smaller than her. So it can be a little counterintuitive, but at the end of the day, that's, that can also help the athletes get, get the look that they're seeking
1: for sure. And if, you know, if anyone needs help, like customizing their suit, you could definitely book, you know, a video chat or a phone consult or an in-person fitting with us. And, um, yeah, we could help style you.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We'll make sure, we'll make sure to include those links so people can get in contact with us. How about, um, So, so we kind of talked about top size. That's a, that's a common question that comes up a lot. How about Mm. different cuts of the suit? If you have like a short torso, long torso, balanced proportions from top to bottom, what would you recommend there? Yeah.
1: So for clients who are for like the front coverage area for clients who are five feet and under, I would actually just recommend doing a regular front coverage without the high hip option and I know it kind of sounds confusing but all of our front coverages you can pull higher on the hip the only difference with the high hip option is that the connector starts a little bit farther back on the front side of the front coverage but if you are five feet tall if you have the high hip option, it can't cut you off. So I like to just keep those clients in a regular and they can still pull their connectors higher on the hip. Um, if, you know, if you... Uh, are six foot one which laura you're six feet
0: i'm, I'm close yeah i'm not quite <laughs> oh, <yeah. six>
1: feet. <laughs> so now so we have you know we accommodate every body type so laura is six feet and we actually have a front coverage that's um extra high plus two that way it comes up higher she's not feeling like she's gonna slip out in the front um, so we definitely you know accommodate to that if you have a C-section and you want to cover it, then we have different coverages for that. Usually it would be the extra high, but it just depends on how tall you are and where that scar lands, but we could help you with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something you could, you could always have someone grab a, grab a measurement Mm -hmm. to get something really precise. So it looks nice. How about, um, how about the top cuts in terms of balancing out proportions? Like what, what direction would you give there?
1: So for more like petite clients, I would recommend going with the regular, the regular is pretty much our standard go-to style. Um, but if you are a 34 D cup, I always recommend the large moderate. It just fits so nicely. Mm -hmm. If you are a 34 D cup and you want to do the regular, you would need to go. It it just sits a little bit lower on your breasts, but with the moderate, it kind of sits a little bit higher. So it balances out balances out your chest, kind of elongate your chest a little bit. So that's the reason why I like it. If, if you are like a D cup and you go for a regular, it just makes your chest more fuller um, instead of elongating your chest and giving you a more balanced look. Um, usually like for the long slim, we don't sell much of those, but I do recommend it to clients who are, you know, more busty, like maybe a 36 triple D or a 34 double D it just will elongate their chest to create more of a balanced look rather than wearing a regular style and looking more busty.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Do you recommend that cut as well for those with really long torsos?
1: Mm, I would almost, I would probably do like maybe the moderate. Mm-hmm you know, maybe the moderate slim. So that way they're not like extra lengthy. Um, maybe the regular, just depending on what the client looks like.
0: Got it. And we'll, what I'll do too, is we'll link the toxic angels has a design guide that you can download, check out on the website. It's a PDF that goes through all of the different options. So we'll link that in the episode. So people can check that out for themselves too how about um, my, maybe my favorite part of it is like, how, how would you go about
1: recommending colors, Margaret, to different, to different ladies? So I usually base it off like what they look like their skin tone, their hair color, their eyes. You know, I've been getting a lot of clients with red hair and I just love like, I love emerald on them because it makes them look like mermaid vibes, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But someone who has, like, darker features, I might recommend, like, a royal blue or a red or a purple um, to them. Or, like, blondes. Like... Some of my clients have been coming in lately, like blonde hair, and they're wanting to do lilac or like a baby blue color. Mm -hmm. And I highly don't recommend those because I feel like on stage, it'll just wash them out. So I tend to go, if they wanted to stick with the violet or, you know, light baby blue, I tend to kind of go a shade deeper for them so that they will stand out instead of being washed out on stage with a really light color.
0: Got it. And is that for, is that for any client or is that just because they're blonde
1: I think if we're blondes yeah I mean it just depends on what the client looks like too but like lately I've had clients who come in and they really want light colors I'm like no you would stand out more in like a deeper color
0: yeah and that's that's you're right too it's kind of hard to um understand until you've maybe competed before that, then mm-hmm. some of our, I would say some suits, especially the light colors, they look gorgeous in natural light, mm-hmm. but stage light is always going to be very extreme, very mm-hmm. harsh, very bright. And yes. the light colors tend to get washed out. And so there's, there's, I would say there's somewhat of a reason why
1: mm-hmm. athletes
0: tend to wear the jewel tones most often. Um, mm-hmm. You may, you may have, have your own thoughts, but I feel like probably a combination of just the stage lighting and maybe the judges indicating their preference is why we tend to see so many women in the jewel tone colors. Yeah, for sure. Well, awesome. That's super helpful, Margaret. And I think this, all this information will be really valuable for ladies that are thinking about suits or, you know, possibly going to buy one or Um, have one for an upcoming competition. So thanks for going through all of that.
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you.
0: Another question that comes up a lot with, especially new competitors is when should people be ordering their suits? Like what's a reasonable timeframe? Because when we're dieting and we're prepping, we're losing weight. So when should we order so that we know our suit will fit us and that we're also going to get it in time for our
1: show? Yeah, so the normal time frame I recommend clients ordering is about 12 to 14 weeks out from their show. Um, the normal processing time to make a suit is four to five weeks, and then you account for shipping time. And then that way you'll have your suit beforehand to pose in. And we won't need your final measurements until your suit is all done. Um, So, yeah, don't worry. A lot of clients are like, oh, what if my suit doesn't fit? Well, we like to wait until everything is all your suit is all done. That way it's closer to your show date. And at that time, when you do send your final measurements, we always sew it just a tad bit tighter to compensate for you cutting in the week before your show. Um, We do offer adjustments if you know, you need to do an adjustment, but normally, you know, when you get your suit, it'll just be a little bit on the tight side and then it'll fit perfectly on show day. We do offer one to two week rush order options. So if a client is like needing a suit next week, we will make it happen. But for sure, I would try to, you know, order 12 to 14 weeks out from your show. That way you get everything with your suit handled.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Thanks for that. And yeah, you're, Mm -hmm. you're spot on. I think last year, one of my fittings, we had to have a suit turned around in like four or five days or something something crazy, Uh, but we, you know, uh, it can can be done. You just, you anticipate that there'll probably, whether it's from us or any other company, there's probably going to be some rush fees if you have to do that.
1: mm -hmm.
0: Um, (laughs) uh, Excellent. So any, any other, um, thoughts on designing a bikini or tips you would give to athletes that are looking to have a suit made in the near future?
1: Just, I mean, if you have, if you need help, I would highly recommend just Booking a consult with our stylist so we could help design a suit for you. Um, That way we could go through everything from top to bottom, making sure you're selecting the the correct coverages for your body type, because I know a lot of times, like when you go on to order on the website, it's very overwhelming. Um, So we want to make this process much easier and, you know, we want to help you and answer any questions, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 So we'll include that link so people can go book their book meetings and consultations. Awesome. So from a, from a business perspective, Margaret, your, your story is really amazing. I mean, just the, just the fact that you were living and working in the same (laughs) space, you know, I can only imagine what your life really looked like at that time. It's, it's incredibly commendable. And you, you hustled your butt off to build this successful woman-owned small business. What what advice would you give for those that are maybe um, looking up to you as a as a businesswoman, or those that might be in a similar spot in life where you're juggling a business and work, a family, a personal life? What what advice would you give to those women?
1: I would just say, like, don't be scared. Uh, just keep moving forward. Um, sometimes there's days where you just want to give up and that it's hard and you're not going to, you know, see the light at the end of the tunnel. But if this is your vision and your goal, and it's something that you are really passionate about, the doors are all going to open up for you to, to be here, you know? So, um, a lot of times people are like, Oh, how do you do it? You know, you just, you just got to keep going and keep moving forward and stop staying where you are and, you know, not doing anything about it. Just just keep moving forward and it'll come and it'll happen. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, you just got to keep putting yourself out there for, you know, it to happen.
0: Yeah. That's, that's great advice. Did you have, did you have moments or times during your journey where you felt like you couldn't do it anymore? Or you were in a spot where you had to force yourself to just keep going?
1: Yeah. So there, I mean, there was plenty of times like where I felt like I couldn't keep going, but then, you know, I would just persevere through that, you know, and then, then like the doors would open up or something would happen. I'm like, okay. You know? So yeah, there's definitely those times and there's times when it's super hard and you're trying to juggle everything, but it all works out, you know, just believe in yourself and just just know that you're going to succeed and this is what you're meant to do. And yeah, it's going to happen.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love that. That's great. What are, what are your plans for this year, Margaret? Do you have any, any big plans for toxic angels or, or in your personal life, anything that you're working on?
1: well i'm baking a baby
0: yeah that yes that
1: <laughs> so um so yeah she's due my second child is due in august i'm hoping to get my sales team all up and running and stepping back a little bit um i am very lucky enough to have an amazing team that is very excited to be working for toxic angels bikinis and you know we're we'm we're, trying to just get the office organized um with my team Um, but yeah, of course I'm always going to be working. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's my goal, but I'm always going to be working. So
0: (laughs) what about, what about other stuff? I think, are you and your, your husband, um, getting together a rental property? I feel like I've seen some stuff on your Instagram story too.
1: Um, we bought land and we're going to build it to resell it. And then, um, hopefully, you know, it all works out and then we'll be able to buy like, our dream home so that's kind of like our plan but um if it doesn't work out then we'll just live in the house <laughs> there so, you
0: go yeah. awesome wonderful what about what about toxic angels are there any new items or anything coming up this year we should look forward to i've um i've seen a bit not maybe not as many just yet but some of the molded molded tops and oh yeah we've got some new posing suit patterns and things like yeah. that
1: So, okay. Again, I'm really excited about the ultimate burst design. So ladies, if you have an idea, keep them coming (laughs) because I love seeing all the different variations of the ultimate burst um, design, but we offer the molded cup now. So I know a lot of clients have been requesting the molded cup for many, many years, and we are finally offering that. Um, so, I you could do it for wellness bikini or figure and I there's still gonna be a little openings where you could add extra stuffing but it kind of molds your chest a little bit so it's shaped you know like it's cocked so um, I think it'll be really good for all types of breasts and um, what else we do have The basic posing suits are selling really nicely. We offered that I think the beginning of last year and they're really popular this year because you can actually customize your basic posing suit to replicate your future competition bikini. That way, you get it, you can pose in it to see if you like the style, the cut, and then you can either mimic that for your, pose, for your competition suit, or you can make tweaks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think that's really good. And also, like, the, we have some new prints, too, for the posing suits.
0: Yeah. Some of the, the prints we have right now, I, I'm obsessed with them. we have got the tropical print. So That's cute. So cute. <laughs> and the blue the blue and purple, like slightly metallic cheetah prints are so cute. Yes. As Those as,
1: are so cute.
0: Yeah. And we've had, I mean, for a minute, we've had a lot of the designer ones too, like the Louis Vuitton, different styles and things like that. So there's mm-hmm. so many cute styles that we have right now too. that. I, I like to mention, cause I think they're really cute. And those you can, yeah, no, super to cute. Totally. So, well, awesome. Well, you've got, so you've got so many good things going on this year, Margaret. And, and I just want to wish you all the best. I think it's going to be 2022 is going to be an amazing year for you. And Aww, um, one you. cool thing too, is hopefully, hopefully our next Miss Bikini Olympia is also wearing toxic angels, <gasps> yes! just, like, just like she was in <sighs> 2021.
1: Totally. Yes. Oh my God. That was so Oh, was so exciting. Cause I just remember like when I first started, I was like, I just want one pro to wear my bikini. <laughs> and and so. now each Olympia
0: it's, you've got, I mean, the last two years in particular, you you have a whole group of them. So each, each day yeah. after Olympia, you're doing a photo shoot.
1: Yeah. So I feel so blessed and thank you so much, Laura, for being a part of this too. And you know, designing thanks. suits for clients and everything.
0: Of course. Thanks for having me, Margaret. I, I mean, designing the bikinis, it's fun. It's like, it's like and time. And yes. so I think that, <laughs> you know, the creative side of me that used to like to do art projects when I was little has fun. Perfect with the fabrics and the stones and all that good oh. stuff. Good, yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for coming on the podcast, Margaret. Of course. This was, it was wonderful to have you and, and chat with you and we'll make sure to include links. So that any, any of the listeners, they can go check out the toxic angels design guide. They can book a consultation and help, help get their next dream bikini designed.
1: Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks, Margaret.
0: Have a good one. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget that Ana Luisa has some amazing deals for Mother's Day and you can check them out by going to our partner link at shop.analuisa.com slash bikinithings. Give us a rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. You can follow us on Instagram at bikini underscore things. Follow me at Laura underscore FBB pro and my coaching at more M-O-R-E athletics. And I'll catch you in the next episode.